this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Hey, Chip and Brittany. This is Jen. I just finished listening to your third podcast your third episode, I should say, of your podcast, and I'm loving it so far. I feel like I'm connected to you guys on lots of different little levels. Um, For the past year or so, I've I've been listening and loving podcasts, so I was so excited. Even the name of the podcast gave me chills, um, The Roots and Wings. Each of your podcasts I had a connection with. You're doing great, and I love it, and I'm gonna be one of your, well, you'll have lots of big listeners, but I'm gonna be so excited every time I see you guys have another, All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you. Well, welcome back to the Roots and Wings podcast, everybody. Um, That was Jen, uh, a listener of ours. And I just want to say thank you, Jen, for taking the time to record that. Yeah. Um, That's really special. I feel I, I had this realization the other day that I was sharing with you, Dad, that Oh, there's actually people listening, <laughs> and then it, and then it always freaked me out because I was like, "Oh wow, people are listening!" But it's inspiring and it's encouraging. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time and yeah. just a small reminder that um, if you have a question, a discussion topic, if you have just something you want to share, uh, like Jen did, feel free to record your voice right in because we um, are listening to it and um, we'll definitely use it. So thank you, mm. thank you. We really do appreciate our listeners, and we do appreciate hearing from you guys. And the the truth is, there's a bazillion podcasts out there to listen to. And so when you choose to listen to ours, well, gosh, that makes us feel pretty good. So yeah, thanks. Thank you. Hope, we hope we're doing a good job for you. So. Yeah. So, Brittany, what's the topic we're getting into here today? Yeah, it's a good one. Um, this was actually another listener uh, wrote... Uh, about this topic and asked if we could discuss it. It's uh, how do we start, um, you know, putting scripture in our children's lives, encouraging that in them and making it visible or around and just kind of planting that seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Mr. Chip Richter, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, I do have some thoughts and, and we're going to, we're going to, this episode is going to be pretty much just sharing a whole bunch of practical ideas, which I think are really good. I was I always appreciate podcasts that I listen to that give me some real things that I can do, you know. And so, but before we get in, into that, I thought I could just start off with, by reading the scripture that I think sort of capsulizes this whole idea of getting scripture into our kids' lives. It's from Deuteronomy chapter 6, and it's verse 6 through 9. And it goes like this, these commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts, impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And that, that idea is just, I, I think it's very inspiring to me and encouraging and also challenging as a parent. It always had has been. Um, and I, as I read that scripture, the way I interpret that just overall is just that scripture, the words of the Lord, the things that God is speaking to us, those are just to be all around us all the time. And not just for our own benefit as adults, but for the benefit of our children and our grandchildren. So if you're, if you're wondering, 
do I really need to get scripture in my kids' lives? Yeah, you really do. <laughs> and it really needs to be in your own life as well. So that scripture, like I said, it's encouraging me, challenging me, um, and kind of putting, you know, kind of setting the tone for, you know, as I, you know, as I was parenting you guys and his mom and I, your mom and I were doing what we're doing. Um, we just look for ways to do that. Mm-hmm. So we've yeah. got some practical thoughts about that, I guess, and uh, and how to how to introduce it. And I guess um, when I read that scripture, one of the first things I see that get, comes from that is that you're you're to fill your house with it. You're just right. simply to fill your home with scripture. And you might think, well, how in the world am I to do that? And I think, well, I think the first thing is basically to for you to lead by example for your children to see you reading um, the Bible, studying Scripture, um, maybe journaling, um, even talking about, you know, sort of around the dinner table, say, you know, I read this cool Scripture today. It made me think of, and this was what I, you know, just sharing your own experience with the Word with your kids, you know, in conversation. I think we lead by example, first of all. That's the beginning. Having Bibles around your house. um, You know, I mean, we are blessed to live in a country where we're free to have have scripture and, mm-hmm. and most families probably have more than one Bible. Language, yeah, I was gonna so. say in any version that you want, <laughs> any exactly transla- right. translation or anything you want. So, yeah, I was just well, you read that that scripture in Deuteronomy, and that just stood out to me because I don't, I, I'm sure I've heard that before, but just write them on the door frames of your house, and I instantly, you know, have this picture of my own home of our of our home growing up. And that literally was the case. So, uh, my, you know, that we, we, we wrote, we painted yeah. a scripture on our house. You did. You carved <laughs> it into the wall. You said, you will remember this pretty. No. People um, are thinking, wow, those people are, they're crazy committed like, over this. Extreme. Uh, no, what I think mom, like when she, and she's always done this, has like sticky notes, um, and posted mm-hmm. notes and, um, she has always just written scripture, different scriptures, and she would put them um, all, all over the place, and not in a, you know, not in a suffocating way. Um, it was almost like I think I knew she, she was writing things down for herself, and like to remember certain things. And like I remember, like mom has um, this like her own like sink bathroom area, you know, downstairs, and she has. Like if I would go and like use her, you know that bathroom, she would have like her own scriptures like on her mirror, and I know that right. you know those weren't there to be like Brittany, you must know these, you know they were, <laughs> but they were there because they well, were. Some- well, that's true. That's true. But do you remember though? She also posted scriptures in the bathroom that you you kids. Oh used. yeah, I mean I I, I remember she did those, seeing that. She, mm-hmm. Yeah, and she did those with you guys in mm-hmm. mind. Yeah, I mean I just it, it, but it wasn't in a way like I think that sometimes. Um, and maybe it was because you lived it out so well, but it wasn't in a way that this was like, yeah. it wasn't suffocating. Like in your, fa- like in your face In your or face, something. yeah. You right. know, and I think some parents, you know, I could see that being a fear. Like if I write this everywhere, what, you know, but it was in this really beautiful way of like, I mean, I even remember, I can't remember the verse off the top of my head now, but... There was a time I I don't even think I ever talked to mom about it, but like it was like in like middle school and high school where like body image is a thing and beauty is a thing, and she had like written a verse about you know where your identity is and your worth is, and I mean that was in the, in the bathroom, and I, we never talked about it, but I just remember like seeing like oh that's appropriate as I'm getting ready every day, and then she would have them um, you know by the 
by like the kitchen cabinets, which we always left on our way out of, you know, out of school. And, but I just think it, it was as impactful as it was though, because of what you said earlier, how we saw you guys, um, you know, filling, filling your own hearts and your own lives with scripture and the word and making it true Mm -hmm. for you. Well, and you know, it's interesting that you say, you know, she, she and I never talked about it, but yet there are these scriptures, but the, the truth is mom and your mom and I did talk about this and about, mm-hmm. you know, about you kids. And, you know, we, she, she recognized, um, especially when you guys were in middle school, that age, you know, those, those very hard years for girls, especially, I think those tween years. Um, she what? Recognized, those years? <laughs> <laughs> she just recognized, well, she, she was aware of the need to um, just encourage you both in your, with, with, you know, body image and, and those things, and and um, she wanted she wanted to use scripture to do that, and so she strategically, and I think that's key. She she strategically posted things in places where she knew you girls would see those, and and um, you know, it, I, I I appreciate that about mm-hmm. her. She just she was very thoughtful about it, and uh, yeah. you know, so that's a, that's a tip, uh, I guess, for parents to you know, if there's if you if you've read something in the Word that you think, boy, I wish my kids could see this and be encouraged by this. Well, then post it <laughs> somewhere mm-hmm. where, they'll, where they'll see it. And then don't talk about it. Let it just be, let it just be there and mm-hmm. see what happens. And I think that's, that's part of it, too. I appreciate your perspective saying, you know, we don't want it to be kind of uh, in your face or, you know, you don't want to be force fed this stuff because mm-hmm. I think there, there would be a, a, a negative, negative reaction. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes me think about how we feed our children, you know, food. I mean, when babies come into your life, you don't just put a steak dinner in front of them and say, there you go, kiddo. Uh, that's going to be good food. It's going to taste good. It's going to take care of you. It's gonna... It wouldn't work. Obviously, um, babies need, you know, baby food. And as you know, you introduce it a bit at a time and you do it in a way that's um, healthy and good and right. And I think that same with, it's the same with, um, with the scriptures. As we introduce our children to the Bible and to the scriptures, we do that in a way that's that in a way they can it both ingest it and digest it. You know, it's important to be strategic about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I think all, like these tips and tricks are so good and, you know, this is so good, but I kind of always circle back to the why, like, why is this so important? Why, why is it um, something that we're spending time talking about to fill your home with scripture so that your children can see it? Like, why would someone want to take time to make sure that they're thinking about doing that? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think I go back to that scripture in Deuteronomy where we're kind of we're in, we are instructed to do it first of all, but then also I think we all understand as as Christians as believers that you know the Bible is really um, very very key <laughs> to um, opening our hearts and our minds up to the things of God in the kingdom of God. I think that. Um, and, and, you know, we could, people could sit and debate scripture all the time and people do, and that's, that's fine. If if you're into that, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a a scripture debater. (laughs) I simply read it because I, I find for me, I feel like God speaks to me through, through those ancient texts. And I find it to be, um, nourishing spiritually for me and, and opening my mind and my heart up to things. And I, I don't. You know, I don't know what to say. I, I do read commentaries as well. I read some devotionals that that add to that. But for me, it's 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 life. You know, mm-hmm. spiritually, it's new 
it's nutrients for me. And I think I just believe it. It's important. So because mm-hmm. I believe it's important for me, I believe it was important for for you kids, too. Yeah. And um, so I guess that's that's my Thoughts on that. Yeah, and I I was at um, church last week in um, Columbus, and um, the pastor said something that he was talking about scripture and reading scripture and making that a part of your life. And he said something that I thought was so good. You know, he said, you know, scripture, the word of God, it's your fuel and it's also your fight. And I thought, wow, I love that picture. That um, you say know, it again. It, it's, it's your fuel. It's your fuel and it's your fight. And your fight. So hmm. scripture is your fuel and your fight. And so it's what um, you use to fill your heart. It's your food. It's your nourishment. It's how you're even going to propel yourself and growth to the next step. You know, you need mm-hmm. fuel to grow and get big and get strong. Um, but there's also this, um, you know, fight that we have with uh, um, just the enemy and the and, and and his forces, I guess, in a dramatic way. But um, there's this fight mm-hmm. that we have with this world too, and so it's your fuel and it's your fight. And I love that picture. Sometimes I don't think um, when we open our Bible, like uh, my husband Jeff and I, we've started this Advent study together because of his sermon. We realize that we don't open that up enough together and without even realizing what we're doing, we're filling up our bodies, but we're also putting on the shield of armor. And we had, you don't necessarily feel that way when you're stumbling at a bed and like trying to flip <laughs> it open, you know, but I just think right. that there's some awesome um, the power in there that God's given us to fuel ourselves for the day, but also put this armor on us to, to protect us and, and a, um, kind of have weapons to use in a fight. So. Right. Exactly. That's good, Brett. That's really good. I appreciate that encouragement. Um, it makes me right away. Of course, I think about you know the, the scripture in Ephesians about the armor of God, and uh, do you remember that scripture? Finally, mm-hmm. be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. I'm reading. Actually, I don't remember. I, I'm not reciting this for memory. <laughs> Dad, you are good. <laughs> I am good. But it says, for the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That sounds pretty ominous, and that's kind of what you're describing as far as just the need for the Word of God to be kind of in our lives as mm-hmm. as a defense, you know. And um, and I think that's an, that's an important thing to share with our kids, you know, that idea about, because they need to know why, why, mm-hmm. why, you know, because we could say, you know, put your hat on, why? Because it's cold outside. Put your coat on, why? Because it's cold. You know, eat your vegetables, why? Because it'll make you strong. <laughs> go to bed, why? Because, you know, kids are always going to mm-hmm. say why. So we need mm-hmm. to have an answer. And I think, um, you know, that's, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. What you're expressing is good. So we can't just say, you know, you should just do this. And they're going to buy it, but we should know what we believe, why we believe what we believe too, you know? Yeah. And I think that there is something about seeing the scripture for your, putting the scripture up for your kids can see it. It's just like the Bible says, it's hiding it in your heart and they're going to need that scripture in times that you can't even see yet. And I know um, for me, you and I had many conversations growing up. Like I started, you know, entering into the age of dating, you know, the, the favorite stage for parents, I'm sure. And most I remember terri- most to- terrifying parenting <laughs> moment of my life. Oh, please. <laughs> but I remember so clearly you saying, you know, guard your heart, Brit. It's the wellspring of life. You need to guard your heart and I didn't really understand what that meant at first. I was like, okay, but dad, my heart's here. It's in me. How do I, you know, guard that? But you would always say that. And you, and I knew, you know, over time that that was, you're quoting scripture to me. And it, 
And that scripture came up for certain moments for me many different times, you know, throughout mm-hmm. growing up and fed into college. And then, you know, here I was, you know, speaking at a youth function to girls about, um, you know, that stage of their life. And I said, you know, my dad always told me, you know, pulling from this, this, I think it's, is it Proverbs or Psalms? In Proverbs, yeah. Yeah, so pulling from this Proverbs um, to guard your heart, it's the wellspring of life. And so it was so it was this kind of surreal, cool moment for me to be like, man, my dad impressed that in me, and here I am being able to impress that in a whole other slew of um, teenage girls. And I just think you never know when you're what you never know what your kids are going to go through in life, and you never know when they're going to when this this scripture is going to come resonate in their heart and their mind because it was buried in there. It's truth that they know um, from a young age, whether they realize it or not, I believe mm-hmm. it's going to be impressed in there for them. Yeah. Well, I think it's true. I think what we sow, we're sowing or all or continually sowing seeds, especially from when our children are very young, we're sowing seeds into their lives in faith, believing that these seeds are going to, you know, take root and bear fruit. And I think that the scripture, you know, that's one of the seeds we're sowing into our children's lives, and mm-hmm. and that's what we're that's what we're talking about today. Some of these practical tips. So let's go back. Let's get into another little practical tip here yeah. for how to do that. So we've talked. We're talked about filling your house with scripture, and we talked about your mom doing that and posting notes and all those things. That's awesome. Also, I mean, there's some there's some pretty cool, you know home decor things out there that have scripture incorporated into them. So I, and cute. I, I, your Joanna Gaines thing is coming out again. I love, right? I love decorating. So <laughs> and cute. I, and I think too, sometimes, you know, there's the spirit of, of the, of the word, the spirit of scripture can be incorporated into some very cool decor things, you know, that you, you we see around it. You may not see the, the reference there, you know, where this is listed, but it's still the word of God being introduced into your home, mm-hmm. you know, so whether that be a plaque or a cool poster or even just refrigerator magnets. I mean, <laughs> there's some that if it's there, it's going to it's going to accomplish pur- purpose. You know, God sends out his word, you know, send, sends out his light and truth and it doesn't return void. That's what scripture tells us. Mm-hmm. He does. He accomplishes his purpose through those things. That's and awesome. if we're if we're partnering mm-hmm. with God in that, that it happens. So, yeah, so practical ways to to fill your home with with the word of God, it's good. How about mm-hmm. how about media? Um, yeah. You were sh- you were sharing with me something before the way we were talking a little bit before we turned yeah. on the recorder um, about how you like talking about sowing seeds in your life, and all of a sudden something would pop up, and you just realize as an adult now, oh my gosh, I heard that because yeah. I you know share your story. That's good. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I'm about to admit something for everyone who listens to this. So, um, so growing up, I listened to Adventures in Odyssey. That's a focus on the family um, production, and it's been around for a long time. But it's a it's really, a, really well done radio show, radio, radio drama, drama, yeah, mm-hmm. with characters yeah. and everything. Super well done. You know, so well done that I'm 27, and you know, I may have asked for some for my birthday. <laughs> I mean, I might, I might just be admitting this out loud. It's but, so well. It's such. It, and for people who don't know, it's Adventures in Odyssey. It, it's super well done. It's a and it's been it's and it's been a long running. Um, oh yeah, I mean, as long as I've been alive, I think it's over. <laughs> I think it's thirty years old. Yeah, so it's so, got a great history um, and a great tradition. Yeah, but. they do such a good job. But the, I think why they do a good job is because they um, well, first of all, they do dramatic interpretations like radio dramas of 
scripture, like of, of Bible stories and ones that like you may never have, you know, really heard of before. Like you don't typically think to talk about in um, Sunday school class, but they, you know, point it to truths. And I remember here, I mean, knowing these stories because of um, Adventures and Odyssey and knowing them in depth, like how they unfolded and the impact they had. But beyond that, I remember just they also have these, every episode is kind of based off of a theme, a, a biblical theme or a biblical scripture. Um, and I remember them because they're tied with these stories. And so many times, even even in my life, you know, today, something will pop up and I'll be like, oh my gosh, Mr. Whitaker used to say that. Or, oh my gosh. You know, like, I remember what Whit told me, but uh, that's just Mr. Whitaker is a character yeah. in the Adventures and Odyssey stories. For those who don't know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So there's just, it's just a really good, entertaining um, media resource for kids to be entertained by, to be but be filled with something good and positive, and that I really believe will kind of um, solidify in their hearts as that's it has good. mine. Yeah, that's good. So there, it's true. There are some great uh, media resources out there that are really well done. They're very entertaining. They'll engage your children and you as an adult too, because I mean, I think it's important when we, I know for me, when I'm creating my product, my music for kids and families, I'm thinking of parents too, because I want it to be something that will engage not only your kids, but also you as well. And um, yeah. I think that's important. So uh, Adventures in Odyssey is one we'll have, we could, we'll have a link to their website in our show notes. Uh, another one I'd just like to share is a friend of mine. His name's Randall Goodgame. And uh, Randall and his family produce music um, for kids and families, but it's scripture songs. It's word for word scripture. Mm. And Very it's cool. super well done. I mean, I, honestly, to be quite honest, I've heard some I've heard some stuff that, you know, it's definitely word for word from the Bible, but it's just not very well done. And um, it's and it's kind of hard to create, I mean, to re- create songs that are engaging and that are catchy and that, that are sometimes. Oh, too, yeah. But, cool. but Randall and his family have done an awesome job with this. So the name of their company is Slugs and Bugs. Which slugs and Bugs. Slugs and Bugs, which honestly, I, I don't really understand the history behind that name, but um, it's definitely... You'll remember it's that. Catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. And you can check out his website at slugsandbugs.com. He has, they have five CDs and they actually have one DVD as well that they've Very released. Cool. But we'll have a, a link to Randall's website there too. But um, Slugs and Bugs is, is awesome. So, and there's tons out there. Just do a little search. Get online and just search for some stuff. Try some things out. Um, talk to other parents and ask them what they're doing. If they're doing something. Um mm-hmm that's working in terms of some of the media and um you know find something that works i mean i guess that's the point i mean if your kids are digging it and they're listening to it and they're loving it then then that's that's what you need to go with you know Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be too picky um but try some things out with your kids um that way yeah another resource that just um kind of popped up in my mind that i remember growing up was veggie tales that was always a fun oh yeah yeah veggie tales yeah, like a video like, series, something to watch. So yeah, and again, that's another one that's it's great for kids, but it's great for adults too because there's funny humor in there that adults get. And well you know, done. I love veggie, well I done. I love veggie. Phil Vischer, who was the creator of Veggie Tales, is even is now doing some really cool family devotionals too that he's oh, yeah. releasing for for kids and families. And again, if you like Veggie Tales, if you know of, of no, and if you don't know about Veggie Tales, look it up. I mean, again, we could we'll put another link to our, to that in our show notes, but. Um, They're talking vegetables. Now talking you have vegetables. now you have to look it up. 
And super fun and and funny, too. And Phil Vischer is a super creative and funny guy. Um, Talented, yeah. In fact, there's a Phil Vischer podcast that I listen to that's pretty fun. I, I enjoy oh, it a lot, too. So. Cool. But we'll put, we'll put links to all this stuff in the show notes so you can check it out. But just search for that stuff. And, you know, if you find it, if you find something that works, let us know because we'd like to let people yeah. know about what, what's working for you. So Absolutely. how can they communicate? How can they how can the listeners communicate some of those things with us, Britt? Well, Chip, they can um, <laughs> they can always uh, email us. It's the best way to do that. And we definitely want to hear from you guys from what from what works from you from today. Um, again, this was someone wrote asked us to talk about this today. They wrote in this topic. So if there's a topic that you're um, wanting some thoughts on and just um, someone to kind of hash it out a little bit, feel free to also send those our way. Uh, you could do um, that at either my email address or uh, dad's email address. Mine is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at chiprichter.com. And dad's is just chip, C-H-I-P at chiprichter.com. Yeah, send us a note or even better yet, record your own voice um, with your smartphone smartphone, just use your voice memo feature and record your question or comment and then email that to us. We'd love to include your voice mm-hmm. on our podcast and sure. um, keep the conversation going because it's all it about going. conversation and we need you guys to chime in with this too. So, And Brittany, thanks for spending time with me today. I appreciate it. You guys have a great day there. Hey, you too. You too. And listeners out there, you guys have a great day too, whatever you guys are up to today. We um, appreciate you guys tuning in and listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Brittany here from the Roots and Wings podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to these. I just wanted to make sure that you were aware of the other cool things that my dad has been a part of. He is a children's singer songwriter. He has lots of different CDs out there and he travels around doing concerts for kids and families. If you are interested in learning more about that, feel free to check out his website at www.chiprichter.com or email me because I'm actually his booking agent email me at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at chipbrister.com. Thanks so much. There's a party going on in the ladybug's living room. Living room. Ladybug.